Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Maria, and you are listening to or watching the Energy of Money podcast. Today, I am going to take a little different shift when we're looking at our relationship with money. I'm going to ask you a question that often doesn't go side by side with our relationship with money. The question is this, what do you love? What do you love? Now, I don't mean what do you want to have? What do you feel that you have to achieve? What your goals are? What your achievement stepstones are? I mean, all of those things are well and good. They occupy a certain part of our life. The question really, when it comes to our relationship with money, is the following. What is it that you actually love? Now, the question is not as far-fetched as you might think, because when you can get in touch with what it is you love, and I'll talk about that in a moment. I'm going to give you some instructions or directions about that or coaching. But when we're looking at what is it that you love, it's something that you've got to go uh, deeply into your heart. Now, people talk about, okay, my heart, you know, that's well and good, but what has that got to do with my relationship with money? And I say everything, everything, because at the end of the day, remember there was that old saying, he who dies with the most toys wins. Wins what? What do you want to be known for is the question. And one way to look at what you want to be known for and then how your relationship with money can support that is to look at what you love. Now, I've been examining that in a blog that I have. And in order to get into that, I talked about the golden Buddha. It was a bottom line, a Buddha in uh, Thailand that was covered with uh, stucco and little shards of glass, the glittery. <clears throat> it was made in around the 13th or 14th century. And it had been covered, it was pure gold, but it had been covered in order for uh, certain raiders not to be able to um, steal it, not to even have any interest in it. Well, it worked because when the raiders demolished the folks who had made this golden Buddha, they demolished them, but they didn't do anything with this Buddha because it was huge and um, covered with stucco, just didn't look very good. Well, so it went throughout the centuries, you know, it was shipped from here to here to here to here. And one day there was a, an actual building that was being erected for it just to house the thing. It weighed something like, well, I mean, like six tons. And as they were moving it to this new pedestal, the Buddha fell. It cracked some of the stucco. And the people who were looking saw that underneath the stucco was gold. It was golden. Now, can you imagine what people thought? First of all, oh my God, the Buddha is dropping, it's falling, it's falling. It hits the ground. Some stucco is released and they see the gold. Well, of course, they 
took it and they uncovered it and tons of gold, tons of gold worth at the time it was appraised. This was many years ago, 250 million, but I'm sure that it's worth far more now. Now, what is the point? Well, if you knew that there was some gold inside of you, not gold in terms of money, but something golden that represents what you love, not what you have to have, what you have to create, none of that, but what it is you love. And what if you could see that what it is you love begins to help you navigate how you want to live your life and therefore how you want to use the energy of money. One of my friends, Christopher, who uh, lives in Sweden, I was talking to him about this just the other day. And he said, you know, I love to race. Now, he's been racing most of his life. And now he's in the master's section, uh, meaning of a certain age. But he said, I love to be there with my friends. And we're at the, we're, we're training really hard, but we're having fun together. But he said, the other thing I love is standing right there at the, at the beginning line, the start line. And I'm, I'm looking around and I see my buddies and we're all here together. And I see that I am here doing what I love. And I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited. Everything at the same time. But there is this moment of being clear that I'm doing what I love. And, of course, he runs his races and, you know, he, he wins some, he doesn't win others, but he's one of the most courageous people uh, that I've, I've ever known. I asked him again, what else do you love? Well, his son. He has a son. His son's name is Ludwig. This is Sweden. And he said, I love to hold my newborn son. I love it. It just... You know, when I'm doing it, there's like nothing else around. So the question for you is this. What is it that you love? Once again, let's take it away from what you want to have. Not necessarily even what you want to do in the future, like a goal or a dream, but bringing it right down right now into the experience of what you love. You know, I've, I've talked to other people about it. I, I talked to a friend, Sally, and she said, you know, I love talking to my brilliant niece, Rachel. I love it. When we pick up the phone and talk with each other, although we're long distances, it just, my heart is open. And, and I say to myself how lucky I am in this moment to be talking with someone I love. So I have some work for you to do, okay? If you wish to discover some of the gold inside of you. The first thing is that I'd say for the next 30 days, and those of you who know me from my, all the coaching I do with people uh, around the world, I, I'm always talking about 30 days because I think 30 days begins to build in 
for your brain a chance to look and see what's there. But every day for 30 days, don't spend more than five minutes in a little journal that you might keep by your bed or your desk. And just write down every day one to three things that you love. One is enough because it starts your brain looking for these sweet little bursts of gold. Because you see, what you love is where your gold is. I'll say that again. What you love is where your gold is. And as you look at it over the days, you might ask yourself this question that I asked Christopher after talking with him about all the things he loved. I said, what kind of a person would love all these things? You know, what kind of a person? Who, who, who might they be? What, what attributes might they have? And he said, well, let me see. Uh, loving and courageous and open-hearted. And, and he started, you know, talking about these attributes that he saw he possessed out of what he loves. Now, you might say, what has that got to do with my relationship with money? And some of you probably are already seeing what it has to do with your relationship with money, because here, when you look at what I love, but only after 30 days, okay? Because you need to get into the experience, and then you need to Let's say even at day 10 or 15, if you start looking at what kind of person would love all these things, what kind of person would love all these things? And if you start crafting even the smallest list, then you can ask yourself, does my relationship with money support what I love? Not what I want although that's good too, but that's another conversation. We're talking about the gold that lies within you and how you can, you know, metaphorically and how you can use the gold in money to support that. Begin asking yourself the question, how might my relationship with money support what I love? Now, in some instances, you'll see, well, it's independent of money. I can have this whether or not I have lots of money. Or you might also see, well, you know, some of the things I think I have to have, I don't know if they're really what I love <laughs> or what I think I have to have. You know, sometimes we think the goals we pick are the ones that uh, successful people have to choose in order to be successful. And you all remember. Uh, those of you who have followed me for a while, uh, that my definition of success anyway is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. And so by that definition, to be successful with money is to do what you said you would do consistently with money, with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. And to that, you could add and love. Clarity, focus, ease, and grace. 
and love. So I'm having you look at a number of questions this time, and I always love to hear from you. So if you want, you can always go to marianemoth.com and uh, leave me a comment. If you haven't already, sign up for my uh, newsletter that I uh, print every week. And uh, yes, every week with, with a new article. And I just would love to hear from you because everything I do in this arena here is only for your benefit. So I want to make sure that I'm tracking with what it is you love. <laughs> so this is Dr. Maria saying goodbye for now. Please take care. Bye-bye.